Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Brain health has been very popular in the news lately, and this podcast is for you. If you've ever had brain fog, cognitive decline, Alzheimer's, CTE, any of these issues, this is the podcast where we're going to jump into the latest research from Dr. Dale Bredesen, Dr. Daniel Amen, Dave Asprey of the Bulletproof Diet, so many other people, all the minds that are really out there paving the way, blazing a path for new research, new strategies that are actually working to get your brain optimized and working at its highest, highest level. The Brain Builders Podcast is just for you. So get a notebook, get a pen, and get ready to open up your mind and get back to the person that you were meant to be. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Brain Builders Podcast. I am your host, Dr. John DeWitt, and today we're going to jump back into Dave Asprey's book, Headstrong, the Bulletproof Plan to active, Activate Untapped Brain Energy to Work Smarter and Think Faster in Just Two Weeks. And we're back to caprylic acid and some different studies about how amazing this is for brain health. Now, a recent groundbreaking study Look at the effects of intermittent fasting with coconut oil versus the effects of intermittent fasting with two subtypes of MCTs, medium-chain triglycerides. The ones found in XCT oil. Now, when subjects fasted and then consumed coconut oil, their ketone levels remained static. The coconut oil did not raise their ketone levels at all compared to fasting. When they fasted and then consumed a combination of coconut oil and the other MCTs, their ketone levels went up slightly. But they got by far the biggest boost in ketones after fasting and then consuming brain octane oil. The most important thing about brain octane oil is that it will raise your ketones even if you are eating carbs. Until now, you would have to go on a low-carb diet for four days to get the type of ketone energy you get when you add brain octane oil to whatever food is on your plate or in your coffee. So don't fall for the marketing hype and eat coconut oil because it's a good source of MCTs. It's not but it is a great source of saturated fats. A lot of people will skimp on their bulletproof coffee by adding coconut oil or generic MCTs. If you do this, you won't be harming yourself, and Dave won't judge you for it, but you need to know that you're not getting the same ketone or brain benefits that you would with brain octane oil. And you might get disaster pants from the MCT, which is true. That is not a good experience. The choice is yours. Good fat's gone bad. Even if you carefully avoid all the foods you've read about in this chapter so far, it's very likely that you're transforming your healthy, well-chosen foods into ones that slow your mitochondria with one common mistake, your cooking method. When you smoke, fry, or grill meat, you create two carcinogens, heterocyclic amines, HCAs, and polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons, or PAHs. These compounds do more than cause cancer, though. HCAs are neurotoxic and induce tremors. In one study, patients with essential tremor, a common neurodegenerative disease, had 50% more HCAs in their bloodstreams than people without tremors. 
Even worse, both HCAs and PAHs are known to inhibit mitochondrial function. When monkeys were injected with HCAs, they experienced mitochondrial degeneration. When HCAs were given to rats, their mitochondria became mutated and enlarged. Unfortunately, as you know now, bigger isn't better when it comes to your mitochondria. Similarly, treatment with PAHs causes oxidative stress, mitochondrial function defects, and mitochondrial damage, but then it gets worse. When human bronchial cells were treated with PAHs for only four hours, the PAHs prevented the cells from dying during mitochondria-induced apoptosis. Apoptosis is a funny thing. You don't want your healthy cells to die, but you definitely do want your unhealthy ones to die. When cells are damaged from oxidative stress and then refuse to die during apoptosis, these damaged cells often replicate and cause even more damage. Many scientists now believe this is one of the major mechanisms behind cancer growth and one reason PAHs are so carcinogenic. Another problem with some cooking methods, which are outlined in detail below, is that they damage important proteins. When a protein becomes damaged, it is considered heat denatured. Denatured proteins aren't necessarily toxic. You also denature proteins as you ingest your food, but they also can't do their jobs very well. Whey protein, for example, boosts your mitochondria's production of glutathione, an incredibly important antioxidant, but it cannot perform this important task as well when it is denatured. A lot of recipes for grain-free baked goods include whey protein, but I avoid them for, for this reason. But the worst thing you can do when it comes to cooking your food is to damage the fats they contain by oxidizing them. Fats, especially unsaturated fats, are very sensitive. As you read earlier, they are easily damaged by exposure to heat and even light. Below, he, discuss, he discusses specific cooking methods that cause these problems. But first, let's take a look at what these damaged fats do to your body. When you consume damaged fats, your body still uses them to create cell membranes. As you know, your brain is, brain is made mostly of fat. Your myelin is made mostly of fat. Your, hormone, your hormones are made mostly of fat. And your mitochondria rely on fat to function. When the cell membranes in your brain and the rest of your body are, damaged, are made of damaged fats, they are less flexible and less functional. Your neurons can't send or receive messages as efficiently, and your mitochondria starts to degrade. Oxidized fats also disrupt hormone and neurotransmitter signaling. One way they do this is by producing excessive amounts of glutamate, the same excitatory neurotransmitter in MSG that can cause neurons to die from excitotoxicity. But the biggest problem with oxidized fats is that they are highly inflammatory. Every time a damaged fat molecule is used as a building block in the body, it creates oxidative stress. As you read in Chapter 5, polyunsaturated fats are the type of fats that are most easily damaged. When heated, these oils produce compounds called dicarbonyls that are particularly toxic to the brain. They damage mitochondria and cause oxidative stress. Dicarbonyls are also precursors to advanced glycation end products, or AGE, which, as you, read, as you heard earlier, cause inflammation and further compound oxidative stress. This is probably one of the main reasons that Dave started to feel so lousy after losing 50 pounds on a low-carb, high-fat, ketogenic diet. He was eating foods like pork rinds and consuming toxic chemicals like aspartame all day long, and while he was losing weight and staying in ketosis, he was also unwittingly creating a lot of inflammation in his body. He's seen this over and over with keto ketosis diets that allow inflammatory foods and chemicals. The type of fat you eat matters. Luckily for him, he replaced half of the fat in our cells every two years. Those damaged fats are, are now long gone from his cell membranes, and he can feel a difference in his brain. He still eats a lot of fat, but he doesn't cook with it at high temperatures. When he, when he does cook with fat, he uses lower temperatures, water or steam, and a lot of antioxidant spices to counteract the oxidative stress. This is something that not many people think about, 
but they can make a huge difference in your daily performance. Here are some of the top offenders when it comes to cooking fats. Frying, whether it's french fries, fried chicken, fried fish, or fried snicker bars, anything fried is full of damaged fats. The process of deep frying bathes your food in oxidized fats and denature proteins. The high temperature used during deep frying compounds the toxicity of your food by producing PAHs and HCAs. You already know that fried food is bad for your waistline, but now you have another reason to avoid it. It's bad for your brain. It's worse if you're eating restaurant fried food because they use the same oil for longer periods and it gets increasingly damaged as time goes on. Safflower and sunflower oils. Safflower oil is heated to high temperatures to isolate the oil, but this oxidizes the fragile compounds in the oils. Sunflower oil has the same problem as safflower oil, but it is even more prone to oxidation and it has a lower smoke point. This pretty much guarantees that the sunflower oil you eat is oxidized even before you cook with it. Avoid both of these oils. Safflower and sunflower oils are no-nos. Vegetable oils, soy oil, corn oil, and trans fats. Hopefully you already know to stay away from these types of fats. The fact that they're so easily oxidized is just one more reason. Soybean oil turns on your genes turns on your genes for inflammation and interferes with mitochondrial function. In rats, corn oil suppresses mitochondria and is, light and is linked to colon cancer. Use grass-fed butter instead. This one's hard for me, the next one. Barbecued meat. You didn't feel foggy and hungover after your 4th of July barbecue just because of the margaritas you drank. When the fats in your delicious meat hit the open flame, they were converted into carcinogenic and inflammatory HGAs and PAHs. Most barbecue sauces are also full of sugar. You'll perform better all summer long if you forgo eating charred meat. If you're going to grill, wrap your meat in foil first. Vegetarian omega-3s, healthy fat or not. Dave has nothing against vegans or vegetarians. He was a raw vegan himself for a period of time, but after being on that diet for a while, his brain function really began to suffer, and his lack of sufficient EPA and DHA, the two types of omega-3 fatty acids that your brain eats most, was probably one reason why. EPA and DHA are found exclusively in seafood and marine algae. Many vegetarians try to meet their omega-3 needs by supplementing with alpha-linolenic acid, which is the precursor to both EPA and DHA. This means that your body uses ALA to make omega-3s. ALA is found in many seeds, including flax, hemp, and pumpkin seeds. This is why many vegetarians supplement with flax oil. The problem with these supplements is that your body is not very good at using ALA to make EPA or DHA. In fact, you convert less than 5% of the ALA you consume into EPA, and you convert even less, a mere 0.5%, into DHA. To make matters worse, your body uses iron to convert ALA into these small amounts of EPA and DHA. And many, veg many vegetarians and vegans are already low in iron. This depletes their iron stores even more. These supplements probably won't hurt you, but the conversion rate is so low and uses up so much of your body's precious, precious energy and iron reserves that it really isn't. The information that we've covered is not meant to scare you. Rather, he, we want you to understand the huge impact that food can have on your brain. This gives you a lot of power because you are in charge of everything that you put in your mouth. That means that you get to decide how many inflammatory toxic foods you want to feed your mitochondria and how good or bad you want to feel. You don't have to make perfect choices at every single meal every single day. Sometimes it might be worth it to eat something that you know will leave you a little bit inflamed. You can decide when you're willing to take the hit, but if you have a big interview or presentation the next day, it's incredibly empowering to know that you can control your mental performance just by making a smarter choice at the dinner table. When you start choosing anti-inflammatory foods, one second, okay, 
that are unlikely to be contaminated with chemical or naturally occurring toxins, you will feel an immediate difference in your mental performance and clarity. This is one of the most important steps to becoming headstrong. Don't forget these three things. Dairy protein, gluten, trans fats, and vegetable oils cause inflammation in everyone. Mold toxins are particularly toxic to your mitochondria and are commonly found in grains, coffee, dried fruit, wine, beer, chocolate, nuts, and corn. You can damage healthy fats by cooking them at high temperatures. This makes them toxic. So here are the three things you need to do right now. Stop using artificial sweeteners. They are toxic to your mitochondria even in small amounts. While you're, while you're at it, cut down on your sugar intake, particularly that fructose found in fruit juice and high fructose corn syrup. Never eat fried food. Frying damages fats and makes them toxic. Buy organic produce whenever possible, as GMOs are commonly sprayed with toxic pesticides, aka Roundup Ready. Now, avoid toxins and improve your body's detox systems. The term detox has become ubiquitous, ubiquitous in health and wellness circles in recent years, and it's often invoked to describe an array of sometimes bizarre diet regimens that, prom- that promise big results. But what is detoxing? And just what kinds of toxins are hanging around in our bodies? Detoxing can take many forms, but when done correctly, it is an essential part of any routine because of the impact that toxins can have on your brain. Detoxing is especially important when it comes to optimizing brain performance. The truth is the body has its own innate detox system and is able to remove some toxins on its own, but it would be naive to assume that our bodies can process and completely remove all of the chemicals we are exposed to daily. From naturally occurring environmental toxins like mold and man-made toxins like lead-based paint, we are assaulted by a greater number of hazardous substances than our bodies can reasonably handle. Unfortunately, removing these toxins from your life isn't as easy as simply avoiding the foods you read about earlier. Your body is assaulted with a daily dose of toxins from non-food sources as well. They can be found in the air you breathe, the nooks and crannies of your home, and even your medicine cabinet. You likely aren't even aware of their presence, but your brain certainly is is because these toxins stress your mitochondria. Of course, in every area of life, there's good stress and bad stress. Sometimes the saying is true, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. We learn new things during times of mental stress. Our muscles grow when we exert the right kind of physical stress. And when it comes to the brain, the right kinds of stress can help to strengthen mitochondria, fuel mitochondrial growth, and kill off damaged mitochondria that are no longer useful. But when toxins stress your mitochondria the wrong way, nothing good happens. Toxic stress does not lead to growth or renewal, just the opposite. It kills or damages healthy mitochondria. Mitochondria. We're going to talk more about mitochondria next time and even more about environmental mold. Isn't that exciting? So that is it for this episode of the Brain Builders Podcast. Thanks for listening. And we are still accepting... um, new registrants for the Brain Builders Masterclass that will start on November 16th. It will be a series of hour-long discussions on Fridays at 6 p.m., and we will also at the end email all classes to anyone in attendance in case you can't get on Facebook for some reason. Um, I'm really excited. appreciate you listening. Share with your friends so we can get more people on here learning how to optimize their brain function and to become superhuman. I am your host, Dr. John DeWitt, and thanks again for listening to the Brain Builders Podcast. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.